Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. And we knew Coach was tough, but he proved it. Braving the rain and wind and Lightning on the way in here, Schools Coach. are out. It's tough out there, but I, I, I said I can't let you guys down. I will tell you, uh, I appreciate you. My kid did not get out of school today. Some schools did, and I don't, I'm don't. i not going to disparage them. Obviously, people are erring on the side of caution. It's just I don't remember a rainout ever related to anything but baseball. Um, I will tell you this. Last night, I went to the grocery store, and I realized that Central Arkansas is down a Kroger, unfortunately, right now. But the Kroger on Highway 10 was bananas oh, yeah. yesterday. And I'm in line behind this was guy. Was it like snow when they predict snow, that kind of that kind Coach, of crazy? I'm 12 deep, and I turn to the guy in front of me. Meanwhile, I have my shirt on that says, don't stand up when the plane stops, or plane land. <laughs> he didn't even notice that. This guy was a lot to lunch. And I go, uh, they forecast snow? And he goes, huh? I said, they forecast <laughs> snow. Is there a snowstorm coming? He's like, I don't think so. I'm like, wonder why everybody's here. I've never seen anybody... Load up on groceries because he's like, you know, there's a storm coming, maybe. So I've never seen anybody load up on groceries because there's a storm coming. Seems kind of weird to me. This guy was humorless. Was not getting it. He didn't get it. No. So what point did that make to you? I mean, like, now you're going to be a little more cautious before you randomly throw that out? No, I'm, I'm going right back to the next guy. Okay, good. Yeah. It was, I'm like, it, it did. It looked like it looked like a damn snow day was coming. I'm like, folks, oh. we're not going to be stuck inside for four days. It's just going to lightning and rain a little bit. I, I do think it, that all it is is just the extra people. Sunday, when I went to that same Kroger, there were a lot of empty shelves. And I was like, dang, I can't believe it's so empty. And I'm leaving, and I see Freaky Joe. He said, hey, what are you doing? I was like, just trying to get my groceries. He's like, yeah, me too. I had to come down here because my Kroger's shut down now because of the tornado. I was like, oh, oh, that's what it is. Because of all the people that use that Kroger then are heading out west to use that Kroger. I normally do my shopping at Edwards Food Giant on the way home from work. It's much more convenient, and I pop in there, and I do all my shopping there, and they are the me people, and that's where I love to get my steaks anyway. But I get all my groceries there when I can. It just was I was leaving from home, and that was closer, so that's where I went, and I was like, wow, that's a big mistake. It was a circus in God there. God help yeah. us all if a forecast calls for a quick snowstorm. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, There's going to be nothing on any shelf ever. Be big trouble, for sure. All right, so you heard Coach Pittman a little bit talking about, and I know, again, we've talked, it seems like every week we bring up uh, Chriswell, who is likely not going to play any significant snaps as K.J. Jefferson stays healthy this year. But it is exciting to have sort of the next era of quarterback already on campus and you're feeling good about him. That has not happened in a minute. Yeah, and you guys know how I feel about him. I got on the show a while back and was so happy that we got him to return to Arkansas after going to North Carolina. And I think he's the quarterback of the future. I think he, you know, last year when we had trouble when K.J. went out and yeah. we didn't have a – nobody felt good about the backup. I think you could feel good about this backup, especially if they give him enough experience in the spring and give him a snaps with the with the ones mm-hmm. where when he jumps right in, he's okay. But I, I – uh, I'm looking forward to watching his development. I think he learned a lot. They've got a good program in North Carolina. They have a lot of quarterbacks come out of there that done yeah. well. They educate him. I think they – and Coach Pittman mentioned something a while ago on the pre-snaps. 
now we're going to have a lot more pre-snap reads. That helps you get the ball out faster. If you pre-snap read and in your head you're like, you know, there's a 75% chance I'm throwing to that guy. You just get the ball out faster if he's open on the snap of the ball. And uh, so I like the way that's headed, and, I, and I, again, I'm looking forward to Chris Will and his development. Right after we just got done talking about the weather, um, apparently an EAS uh, tornado watch alert went out, so maybe we should shut our faces. But nevertheless, it was just a little unique. I don't remember this ever happening Yeah, before. not not diminishing. You know, everybody play with caution. Be cautious. Be, be Do your thing. But, you know, at the same time, you don't want to – you don't want to start a trend because if you if you do something and there's not really the danger of something and next time it's even close, you go that route again and pretty soon you've disrupted the flow of, of what the kids need and what the people need and, and, and that kind of thing. But that all said, everybody needs to need to remember the difference. A warning, I taught meteorology for five years, a warning is when they've spotted a tornado, a watch, or just when the conditions are such that one could be created. So what what you don't want to do is you don't want people to overreact to a watch. You just want to be prepared for if a warning comes, do you have your plan? And, and you know, that's the last thing I did before I left Kid Champion a while ago. I talked to my son and I were working, and I said, hey, where are we going to go if a tornado warning hits? He's 26. He doesn't need me saying that, but I was cautious. I'm like, hey, make sure you know where to go. Well, that's okay. We're going to go in the cinder block room. Okay, that's where we're going. Arkansas, Lone Oak, Prairie, Jefferson counties are in the – Oh, this is tornado warning now. Issued a tornado warning. Arkansas County, Lono County, Prairie County, Jefferson County. So if you're hearing my voice, oh, there you are. We are. Good thing I didn't say boogity, boogity, boogity or anything stupid. Um, Those are the uh, counties. Arkansas, Lono, Prairie, Jefferson are the ones Mm -hmm. that are under the tornado warning as we speak right now. If it uh, gets any hairier, we get any sightings, we will flip it over to Channel 7 here in a minute. But I did see Todd was on, and I guess that's why, because he's now... Has a warning to talk about. Yeah, yeah, well, he and Melinda have been on for a while. Anyway. Now, warnings are something you got to, I mean. Yeah, you better take there, them seriously. There's one there, yeah. Yep. yeah. Is Jefferson the closest to Pulaski County? Is that Pulaski? Well, Lonox just to the east. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lonox to the east. Pulaski was concluded for, for a minute, and now it's already moved out of yeah. the far eastern part of uh, Pulaski County. Okay, let's talk some football. You, uh, you talked about the backup situation. Look, if he'd have been here last year, that could have been the difference in a couple of games because I feel like the backup cost him against LSU, possibly even Mississippi maybe Mississippi State, State that you score with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, is Criswell the type of quarterback that would have made that difference last year? Would he have maybe won a game or two? I definitely think talent-wise, mind-wise, you know, from coaching against him in high school, I think so, and just watching him a little bit. Um, I, I think for sure he could have. It depends on how much – you know how much they trusted him with the system. You know, mm-hmm. and the backup comes comes in. Sometimes you play it conservative, hope your defense can win it. But if they would have just said, "Hey, look, we're going to prep him, get him ready, and if we have to, if he goes in, we're going to run our normal game plan," I think he could have made the difference. I really do. I think he's that kind of talent, uh, and and I think he's been in those situations before. And going to North Carolina and coming back and experiencing different viewpoints from coaches, yeah. man, that really makes a difference. Look at the kids that have transferred and you're like well baker mayfield transferred a couple times like jalen hurts transferred not only i mean they didn't just get great because their hard work it it helped that they had different coaching views and all of a sudden sometimes hearing one coach say something you transfer and you hear another one you're like oh that's what that guy (laughs) was saying that's what he meant but they need to hear it a certain way and they might not have heard it so i think it's i think it's all positive but i do think he definitely could have been a difference maker last year i'm sorry he's going to play because it's happened the last couple of years big quarterback he likes to run he's going to take some hits and when that happens you do i mean that's kj's game 
I mean, he likes to run. I mean, I wish, I hope for his own sake and the Razorback's sake, he learns to get down and not take all those hits. Mm -hmm. But, man, I feel a whole lot better about it this year. Um, we are in the process of changing, uh, flipping 106.7 over to weather. So if you want to get the latest and live weather updates from KTV, you can go to 106.7. We're going to continue on here for now, and we'll keep an eye out for it, obviously. But um, if it gets any more severe, we will flip over to KTV on 103.72. But if you want to get the weather updates, if you're traveling around, especially if you're just east of uh, Pulaski County or you know in eastern Pulaski County even probably, um, 106.7 will be your answer. Last week, Coach uh, uh, Coach Pittman spoke with the media about wanting to work on fourth downs more, uh, and he even made the, the, the re, and he he tried to explain it. But he said we're going to work on third down more so that it's not a shock when it is fourth down that when we go for it. And he goes, "Well, I got to figure out are we a good fourth down team?" And the only way to figure it out is by practicing those fourth down plays and practicing third down plays. When you hear that, you you hear the possibility of going for it more. I gotta think you you get a little excited, don't you? I do for the Razorbacks. I don't want anybody else doing it. I think there's an advantage to it. So, mm. but you know, uh, I still have coaches from college call me and talk about the fourth down thing, especially since it's a bigger deal now. I mean, you see mm. more and more teams doing it, and, and and I think that the smart ones are the ones that research, not necessarily call me, but they research and go, okay, how can we use this to our advantage? And there is some preparation, like Coach Pittman said. You need to know before you go into the series, you know, where are we going to go for it on fourth down? And if we might get there, how does the play calling change? Because it changes tremendously. First down's different. Second down's different. Third down's way different. If it's third and seven and you're on the other team's 42-yard line and you're like, you know what, we're probably going to go for it here, it, it opens the playbook back up because you're like, you know, we really, in the world of, of, of football now, they want to have a successful play. And on third down – on third down right now, it's getting 100% of the way to the sticks. But if you know you're going for it on fourth down, you just got to get halfway there. Mm-hmm. Well, now you can call a run. If they're in a nickel defense or a dime coverage or they got six in the box and you've got uh, six blocking, now you can run the ball and you might make the first down that way. Now mm-hmm. you can throw it short of the sticks. You can throw a screen. Opens the playbook wide open in your pursuit of that first down if that's what you're still shooting for, not a field goal. And hopefully we shoot for less field goals. We use fourth down more because it's – mathematically proven to be a good thing, and I'm so glad Pittman's on that route. But he's he's definitely going down the right road and looking on how does it affect the play calling earlier. You know, th- those crossing routes that they throw it to a receiver on, on third and eight and he's tackled after four yards, yeah. that can be frustrating. But then there are times he breaks the tackle and he gets the first down. But if you know you're going for it, then there's nothing wrong with throwing that crossing route or the receiver that's crossing you know the middle of the field. and He may not pick up the eight, you're, but he gets the four. You're 100% right, and... Uh, this is a coaching point. I wish they would wait a fraction of a second longer to throw that crosser. Because you throw that crosser, and if he's in man, throw it soon. If he gets tackled, he gets tackled. But against zone, if you'll wait till he crosses that outside linebacker's face, mm-hmm. the corner's always deeper. Then it's run after catch. Mm-hmm. And we always taught our crossers, you can't. We don't, quarterbacks don't throw the ball till he's past the the next outside inside linebacker mm-hmm. so you don't get that come up and tackle him as soon as he catches it i'm telling you if you wait 0.25 seconds it's a difference maker on run after catch but you're exactly right you don't mind throwing it short and what is teams t- defenses don't adjust nearly as well as offenses if you are going for it on fourth down it's third and seven and you want to throw it short of the sticks they're programmed on yeah. third and seven to back up to the first down marker yeah. and come up and tackle they're gonna let you have the catch then it's just up to the defense to do the, what I think is the second hardest thing to do in football, and that's open field tackle. 
do you teach that crossing receiver not to even put his hands up until he goes across? Absolutely. That? Yeah. Don't even Don't look. even call no, for No, no, but yeah. you're looking at linebackers. You're making sure that guy's not come up and deck you. And receivers feel so much more comfortable. There's no pip, you know, tipped pick sixes, picks, because yeah. it's over the middle and you get hit right when you're catching the ball. 100%. Every coach I've shown that to comes back later and says, golly, that was genius. That, yeah. Genius, yeah. Fourth down plays, are they different? Or is it your same playbook? No, it's same playbook. It's it's like your third down. You know, it's like your third down and you just know what's going to come with it. You know, you know that you're going to trot your defense out there if you don't make it. But now where everybody's going for it on fourth down around the other team's 40-yard line, teams are now the coaches are even getting a little more calloused. Okay, we don't mind if we don't make it. It's not the end of the world. We've still got 60 yards to defend or 65 mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So so I I think that uh uh, as we move along, you're going to continue to see more and more teams do it, and they're going to learn that that how to call the plays accordingly. But yeah, when you get to fourth down and five or fourth and three, and you know you're going for it, it's just a third down. It's the exact same thing as a third down, except for you know now, hey, our defense, we're over there actually getting them ready. You know, we're getting their mindset right. Hey, you may have to go out there. So people will call words, you know, red alert, this, that, this. Say, hey, we got one down here. We have to trot back out. There's no punt in between. Because t- kids get used to a feeling of, and they usually know if it's third down, the punt team's going to trot out there. So we've got like 90 seconds to get our minds right and get physically ready, get our helmets on, mm-hmm. and run out there. So it's a little different preparation like Coach is talking about. Kevin Kelly joining us, courtesy of Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. You may have already asked us. I'm sorry because I was sending out some weather info. But um, how much does knowing you're going to go on a fourth down most of the time, or in certain situations now for Coach Pippen, maybe more situations, change what you do on third down? Do, do you still try to get the first down every time, or sometimes are you thinking, look, we're just going to try to shorten it where we can get to fourth and two or something like that? It, it depends on the offense itself. But a lot of coaches, and, and this is kind of a re, but I'm glad you readdressed it because – it gives us a chance to talk about this. Some coaches are going, oh, wait, even though we're going for it on fourth, I'm going to try to make it here so I don't have to. You yeah. know, that's their mindset. Yeah. I think the best way, because I did it both ways. When we first started doing this in 2003, we I was thinking like this, like, okay, it's third down and A, we complete 60% of our passes, so i got two chances. Well, I'm going to complete one of these two. So I tried to make the first down on third down. Mm-hmm. And as I got to understand it, and you're talking late 2009, 10, and then especially really my, my whole mindset changed in 2014 when I got to go back up to MIT and visit with ESPN and all their computers and look through some numbers. It changed to this. No, on third down now, if you know you're going for it on fourth down, take what the defense has given you. Every defense has a weakness, and it might be still, look, it's third and eight. They're playing a five-man box. Just run the ball on third and eight. You're going to make five, maybe six yards, and there's a good chance you might make the first down anyway. So really, I think the teams that take what the defense gives you are far more successful in the third down, fourth down combo Mm -hmm. than the ones that go, it's third and five. We're going to try two passes at five yards, and one of them is going to be complete. Right. And uh, because it doesn't, it ramps everything up if you get to that fourth down. Now they're playing the fourth down sticks. And, and it changes things a little bit. So uh, that's how I viewed it, and that's what I learned. It's not objective. It's very subjective in what I learned. But that's that's what worked better for us. Do, are the deep passes more available on a third and, and five or third and six or a fourth and six when the defense is thinking, oh, they're just trying to get six? Yeah, that's a great question, too. The the, the best thing I think you can do, especially on third down, is when they play the sti- – if, if they want to play the sticks and you want to take a shot because you feel pretty good about your quarterbacking or your offense – 
is run up and either double move like a stop and go right in front of the sticks where the defense is still pretty aggressive, and then you run right by them, or run a guy in front to get him to bite and another guy to angle like a post behind. So you'd think like, like say it's third and nine. Run a dig route, put two receivers on one side, run a dig route in front where he crosses in front of that safety mm-hmm. that's used to playing the sticks on third and nine, and the other the guy on the outside of him, run him on a deep post behind him, not even that deep, and if the safety comes down, you throw it over his head. If he doesn't, you just throw it underneath. It's just a read of the of, of the secondary player, and uh, it's really, really, you're right, it's really potent on third down if you know you're going for it on fourth down. Coaches are still in the mindset of we don't want a big play on third down, we still want to make the first so we don't have to go for it on fourth. That was a good question, but if you'll remember yesterday, Eli Craner said yeah. back-to-back I had back good questions. Back. So let's see if you can get another one before the well, day. It's, so. it's exciting. I mean, I, I mean, just us talking about it, it's exciting. Think about it being a player. Oh, I thought you and, meant it's exciting when Coach tells you to ask a good question. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, ju- I'm just talking about too. the, the poss- opening things up going for it more on fourth down. Yeah. I mean, it's got us rattling off on this segment. So you know the team's got to be excited well, about this. Well, it stresses this. the crap out of the defense, too. There was nothing I hated more growing up playing a team where it's like, okay, it's fourth and three. It's like – Oh my gosh, they're going, they're for, going it? for it. Yeah. Jeez, I mean, do we sucks. want do we want we're playing Alabama and it's fourth and three. Do we want them going no, for it? Pop. No, we want to play. If that's what we want, that's probably the right yeah. thing to do. If yeah. we want the you know, and that's what I've never even when we first started doing, I didn't know what I was doing. Other teams did not want us going for it. You know, and they'd be like, Well, it's fourth and ten on his on twenty and Kelly's going for it. I promise you the other team didn't want us doing it. No. And yeah, if like that's we already not did our work. It, yeah. Well, yeah. You, you mentally you you grow up that way because ninety nine percent of the time you're going to see a team punt in that situation. You're like, whew, take a deep breath. We did our part. It's over. It's you time celebrate. To, yeah. You celebrate going off the field. I yeah, was in an job. SEC locker room a few weeks ago, and on the board it's like one of the goals is like get off the field on third down. Well, if that's what you're preaching, how do those guys feel? Like, well, God, we made it past third. We're supposed to be getting on the field. We're not now. Yeah, you know. I mean, people still have that as their goals for the defense. Should say off the field on third down. Get off the field. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And bring David in here, and then we'll take a timeout. Pat Bradley on the other side. Thanks to our friends at River City Flooring. David, what's up? Well, what I've never understood last year on fourth down, we got KJ in there, and he's trying to just take the staff and score. We didn't have Rocket Sanders or uh, Lineman behind him to help push from behind, which is legal. I mean, we would have beaten Liberty for sure if we had somebody behind him just to help push him forward uh, and a few other times where we didn't make it on fourth down. I I don't understand the reasoning by Kendall Browse to not have someone behind Kate Day if the plan was to have him just take the snap and try to do it himself. I think we can all agree, David, we were all a little bit disappointed at the end of the season that we didn't see more tight end snakes. Yes. We're getting good at that. We really wanted to see. <laughs> I would love to see the Philadelphia Eagles play, though. Yeah, I mean, we had some good. Team? We we felt no, no. Where they talking Philly, Philly, or oh, where they go? Where like they, they, they put the rugby play? Yeah, yeah. yeah where they put Strum. everybody back there. We felt great about our offensive line last year. We had a big old quarterback. We've got some strong guys we could put in the backfield, and they were like, it was some crazy number, like forty-one of forty-three. On that play, for, and everybody knew they were going to do it. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not a guy that likes that brand of football, but if it's 41 out of 43, I do. And nobody else has done <laughs> it like them. They the, the way they did it was fantastic. I would love to see that. Glad they didn't vote that out in the NFL. Like yeah, they thinking about. I was talking about. Do anything else? Nope. Well, you don't have to be rude <laughs> about it. Just say no. Got to hit a break. Pat Bradley on the other side. We'll talk to him about uh, national championship game, Arkansas's new addition, and what he thinks about. Um, some of these guys going to the NBA or professional ranks. At least. Can I say that? Did we yeah. say 
during the Sweet 16, did I tell y'all who was going to win the national championship? Did you say UConn? I don't remember what people said, Coach. I said UConn. Okay, good. So I, I just it. thought maybe you paid attention to me sometimes. I, do, I pay attention to you every week, but I don't remember everything. That's more about me than you. I, I just thought I, I thought. Coach, there, I've spent a good portion of my life um, inhibiting my brain from operating properly. And <laughs> I can't remember everything largely because of that. I had three things flash in my head. I'm saying none of them. I appreciate that. They were 6-0, and and you could have teased them up as far as you wanted to, basically. Every game is still won. Yeah. Good yep. paydays. Yeah, it's nice.